Hey friends, welcome to the City Hope Podcast. My name is Bobby Thompson and I have the privilege of serving as a lead pastor. I pray that today's message would inspire you, it would encourage you, and it would also challenge you in your walk with Christ. Enjoy today's sermon. Amen. Come on, City Hope Church, let's give God a little praise today. Man, I tell you what, this is uh, one of my favorite favorite times of the week when we get to come and worship together. Uh, Such such an amazing time. I want to welcome you to City Hope Church. Uh, My name's Bobby. If I haven't got to meet you yet, I would love that opportunity. Uh, We would be honored for you to stop by the tent. There's really, there's two ways for you to connect with us, all right? We want you to connect. One, if you're kind of like introverted and you don't really like people, we made it easy for you, okay? We've got a number right here on the screen. You can text City Hope Connect to this number, all right? And you don't even have to talk to anybody, okay? <laughs> but if you like free stuff and you're a people person, stop by the tent. We have some free gifts. We just, we just really want to connect with you uh, to begin praying for you and see how we can uh, come alongside you in your life. Now, I'm a little excited about today's message, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm a little nervous as well. I got a little anxiety, all right? Because the truth about today is I'm going to get in your face a little bit, all right? And a lot of times, you know, like, why is Bobby so mad? I'm not mad, okay? I promise you, I'm not mad at you. I've been praying all week that God would really challenge us. And I really, really, really hope that, uh, that you're ready, all right? As a matter of fact, would you just look at the person next to you and just say, you better get ready, all right? Just tell them right now, you better get ready. And then, and then follow up with this, because he's talking to you, all right? <laughs> You better get ready because he's talking to you. Listen, we're in week two. We're in week two of our missions emphasis series. And we're setting aside these Sundays just to highlight and to challenge and and, and meet some of our mission partners and to encourage you uh, to to, uh, go into the world the way that God calls us to. And all of this, this entire mission, any, any church that has any type of missions, it is built off of, hopefully the foundation is what we call the Great Commission, right? The Great Commission, Matthew chapter 28, where Jesus says, go therefore and make disciples. He gives all these action words, right? The, go, make disciples, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to observe everything I command you. And remember, I'm with you always to the end of the earth. So to, to sum up the Great Commission, you've probably heard that before. God calls his followers to action. God calls his people to action. Go, make disciples, baptize, teach, all throughout Scripture. All throughout Scripture, we see God calling his people to action. And that's what this series is all about, a call to action. Uh, For those of you who were here last week, you remember we we entitled this series with the word engage. Engage. We want you as as a follower of Christ, no matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, if you follow Jesus, we want you to be engaged with God's mission. Because we have a world around us that's hurting, right? We have a world that's desperate, that's lonely, that's struggling. And listen, your engagement matters, church. Our engagement right here in in Oakadee, Beaufort County, Bluffton, Hardyville, Ridgeland, Beaufort, wherever you live, your, your presence matters, your prayers matter, your engagement matters if you're a follower of Christ. 
Last week we met our partners from Haiti. They are helping Haitian angels. And Bill and Debbie Harvey are amazing people uh, that, are, that are engaged with the Great Commission. They're engaged with the people of Haiti. And if you missed that, you can go on our website. You can listen to that message. You can hear about their ministry. Uh, the, their, a link to their website is on there. So you can go get all that. Well, today we're going to hear from another one of our international partners. And today I want to introduce you to a ministry called Hope Through Him. Hope Through Him is the name of this ministry in Honduras. Uh, anybody ever been to Honduras? Anybody at all? Okay, several of you. Um, very, very uh, poverty-stricken uh, country. But a quick backstory: story. Uh, Brad and Christy Linderman, you're going to meet them here in just a second. Brad and Christy Linderman were, were regular church folks. Right? They were just normal attenders for years and years and years. They lived in East Tennessee, and they sat through many, many uh, missions, emphasis, weeks, and series, and, and, and all of that. Well, in 2013, as they sat through a missions emphasis series, God just began really stirring on their hearts, and they felt God's call to engage. They were a, a, a very, owned a very successful business. They owned a marina uh, and a boat store, and they decided God is calling us to sell our business. They packed up everything they owned and moved to Honduras in 2013. Now, when I say East Tennessee, okay, I want you to understand who these folks were, all right? Brad is a phenomenal guy, but he's a guy that you're like, if anybody can't learn Spanish, it's this dude, right? Like, he can barely speak English well, right? He would tell you this. If he was here, I'm, I'm dogging him because he's not here. Like, like, but uh, uh, his wife, Christy, is, is just, they're amazing people. They love Jesus. They've been down there now uh, since 2013. And so uh, they're actually in Honduras right now. They, they just recently had another huge flood in Honduras with several of the, uh, the uh, neighborhoods that they, they minister to. So they're in Honduras. They couldn't be with us today, but they sent uh, a quick little video. So you guys check out this video, and, and then we'll continue to talk about uh, Hope Through Him. Hey, we're Brad and Christy Linderman with Hope Through Him Ministries in El Progreso, Honduras. You know, when we came here in 2014, it was just really strong on our heart for, for people here to be able to know and understand who God really is. We felt like there was just so much legalism, um, rules, and things that they had a lot of misconceptions of who God really is and, and how he saw them and how much he loved them. And it was just really strong on our heart for them to be able to know know the difference in the so, so the way we do that is through relational ministry and so everything is about relationships it doesn't matter um, if it's a student program if it's pastoral training if it's leadership training everything is about relationships and through those relationships we get to share our faith and who who really Jesus wants a relationship with them and how, what that relationship looks like in a true relationship with Jesus so for example like your passion is a student ministry we use that as a tool we talk about that a lot but in this for instance, in this program, we have the boys come in. These are boys that were not in school. They were kind of from the streets. And um, so they come here every day. So we get to build that relationship. We're with them every day. We're feeding them lunch. We're sitting through Bible class with them. We're talking. Uh, we have a psychologist who does like counseling with them and just teaching them lots of 
um, leadership um, things just to be men of character because they don't have that in their homes. And so it's just really cool for us to get to see that. And again, at the same time, we're able to, uh, we're watching them grow as men, but also spiritually too. So, so many things going on. Student programs, um, outside of the rural communities, we have uh, leadership programs there for kids and, and, and discipleship programs there for those kids, feeding programs for those kids. It's amazing all the things that God's doing here, really. For the last several years, we've kind of refocused our ministry where the gringos aren't up in the front anymore. We have a great staff here. Our job now is to empower the Hondurans to do ministry. So so training them, teaching them, discipling them, and empowering them to do ministry is really what we focus on now. And our, our team is amazing, right? So we've got a great staff, um, some teachers, some ex-professional um, soccer players, yeah. um, you know, just guys that help us with logistics, our coffee shop, we have employees there that, that are serving just our city in general daily with through the coffee shop that we have. It's it's unbelievable, really. The best way is just come and see. You can't, we, it's hard to explain it in a video, but uh, we do the best we can, right? Come see. You're going to love it just like we do. So, so I, I hope you just uh, hear a little bit of their heart and, and what God's done. They said yes. They said yes to what, what God was calling them to. They said yes to this engagement. And, and this, this ministry has developed so much over the past you know, seven, eight years. And, and they went in not knowing everything, not knowing all the answers. But they said, you know what, God, I hear you. Here we are. Use us. We're, we're ready to be engaged with what you want for us. And as Brad said there at the end, um, obviously a video and you can look at their website and see all that they're doing um, but the best way is to go and see the best way is to you know be there with uh, uh, hope through him ministry be there with uh, uh, the people of Honduras now this past summer for those of you who've been with us for a while this past summer we took a team of 16 15 something like that 15 16 people um, over to Honduras and um, we partnered with them we worked uh, we, we had an amazing time um, just uh, being with Hope Through Him Ministry. And so what I want to do real quick is I want you to hear from, uh, again, someone that's, that's you, someone that's just a normal churchgoer that decided, hey, God's calling us to go on this trip, someone who engaged with this great commission that we're talking about. So if you guys would, all right, we got to be real loud, okay? Y'all welcome Joel Taylor up to the stage. <laughs> go ahead. So Joel and his wonderful wife, Marsha, and their two um, teenage sons, um, they, they decided to jump in on this trip this, this past summer. And so, um, Joel, real quick, uh, just share with, with our church, you know, what, wh why did you and Marsha decide, hey, we want to go to Honduras, we're going to take our whole family. Wh why did you guys decide to do that? For us, it, it was not a spur-of-the-moment decision. We had been praying and thinking through, how do we show our boys the world that mm. they don't see? Mm. You know, regardless of your current situation, we live in an amazing spot. And sometimes you just need to peel the scales off a little bit mm. and, 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 and just see what the world is like. So, so this was not spur of the moment. It was very much an answer to prayers. And I would tell you all, if you're thinking about it, go. This is not a hard mission. Um, you know, Brad and Christy are fantastic. Um, and, the, and the boys needed to see it. And we wanted to be there with them when they saw it. Yeah. So, so 
Brad and Christy, amazing. They have a great ministry there. So I guess just describe your experience with, with their ministry specifically, with, with Brad and Christy, where we stayed, all, okay. all that stuff. So there's a lot there. I mean, we were there a week, um, and we did something different every day. But they hit on it um, in the video, which is the piece that resonates with me, I think with Marsha, is the relational piece. Trying to build a foundation with the community. Not kind of, I don't know, flying in, dropping off some stuff and, and leaving. Yeah. They're trying to build a foundation so that Hondurans can understand and appreciate the love of Jesus. Mm. Um, and so I'm not evangelical by nature. That's not, that's not my approach. What I really appreciated was they're just loving the community and letting the community understand and know Jesus. Because I think Christy mentioned the legalistic approach. Um, you know, when you say legalistic, I think fire and brimstone. And that's my impression of what church is like. So a little bit different than what we experience here at City Hope. So the, the desire to connect and to really serve, and, and, and I think they just gravitated towards the kids, um, which is uh, understandable. Those kids are amazing. Um, and just, you know, they're not... They're, uh, they're like our kids, except there's a joy in there, despite their circumstance, that's really hard to appreciate until you see it. Yeah. Um, so, again, a lot there. They, they serve on, I guess it was Tuesday or Wednesday night when we had La Mesa. Mm -hmm. the, it's just an open-door dinner to the community there where anyone is welcome. The addicts that are on, on the street, prostitutes, the people that typically are not welcomed anywhere in, in, in most any community, but they just open the doors and, uh, and share the love. And it's awesome to see. So Brad and Christy doing some amazing things. I guess talk about your experience and, and your family's experience with the people of Honduras. We went to some, what I would consider kind of remote villages, if you will, and, and saw a lot of, a lot of poverty. So just explain your experience with the people of Honduras. So when I think back on our, our week, the, my first memory is the trip to a little community called June 22, which, to call it a community, that's a stretch of the word. Um, we're talking about families that live in one room, brick oak block houses with dirt floors. And we, we just interacted with the kids. And so most of our week was interacting with the kids. The other piece of connecting with Hondurans to me was the connection to Brad and Christie's team. The, the group of young men and women that they, are, that they are mentoring and leading that will, in their, you know, as it's currently kind of planned, take over this ministry. But the kids and just the joy that they had I mean, we were doing uh, vacation Bible school type events and um, activities, and that was fun. Um, but to to see Alex and I don't know her real name, Shira <laughs> nicknamed her Fancy, uh, <laughs> one of the teachers that they kind of uh, referenced. Um, I can't remember her real name. They were they were so engaged and so loving of their community. They just projected it. Um, yeah. it. It was just, there's something about international missions from my vantage point that is 
simple in a way. It's pure. It's, you know, again, back to why we went. We wanted to go with our boys who are still sleeping at home, by the way. <laughs> but teenagers do, I guess. Um, but they, we wanted to go with them and experience something different and connect. And there's just something simple and pure about an international mission that, that we really enjoy. So obviously taking that step was a big step for, for you guys, for your family. Um, I guess just talk about how did this trip push your family out of their comfort zone? Um, obviously, you're not sleeping in your own bed, um, but, but what, what were some areas that just pushed you guys? You know, I think, so one, from, from, a, from a physical comfort standpoint, it's very reasonable. I mean, we, we, we slept in an uh, air-conditioned room, in nice beds. The food was fantastic. Um, it was really more pushing us to, to make sure that we're being intentional with one another and intentional in the work that, that Brad and Christy have done. And so, you know, some of the things are being just conscientious of seven, eight years of, of relationship building that Christy and Brad have done and that, and that they're looking at, at us as model Christians, you know, and, which is scary, <laughs> not, not that. <laughs> um, but making sure that we understood all of the work that had been done uh, was uh, the piece to me that was just, you know, just um, took the focus, I would mm -hmm. say, um, and making sure that we were doing what we were called to do from from a Christian standpoint and making sure we did it at our best. Yeah, yeah. So, so your family, you took this trip, you engaged with the Great Commission that, that God's called and, you know, all believers to do. So, so what advice, what wisdom would you give to our church family about just being involved in missions, whether it's Hope Through Him or something else we've got going on? Yeah, when Bobby said he was nervous about today, I thought maybe he was nervous because he didn't know what I was going to say. That was part of it. But I would echo what Bobby said. Um, if you're thinking about it, stop thinking about it. Do it. Mm. Uh, it is, this is not a hard mission. And I don't mean that. Um, from any point other than if you've done mission trips and you've gone and stayed, I think the, the folks that talked about Haiti, I think that's a different world. I think Honduras, I felt very safe. I felt very safe with Marsha and the kids there. I mean, there's... This is because I was there. That's right. I'm not naive, but <laughs> it was not a physical security concern. It was... It was a very comfortable place to lay your head at night and warm showers. Um, they have some, some rigging to make it warm. <laughs> you don't touch the shower head, which was really weird. But, um, you know, my, my point is it was, it's a great introductory mission for a family. Or if someone who's never done international missions, this is a great way to plug in. I think it's a, it's a vision that we, we all sit here, we can all understand and appreciate. Um, so my encouragement would be stop thinking about it, just do it, uh, really. Um, it's, a, it's a good experience. And I think for, for us, for Marsha and I, it's also part of our calling and our faith journey. Mm. Um, and it's, you know, that may not be for everybody, but it is for us. It is um, something that bonds us and connects us. Yeah, that's good. Well, you guys thank Joel for, for sharing a little bit with us. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. So my heart was 
I, I want us to see that like, this entire family just decided, okay, we're going to engage with the Great Commission. We're going to engage and, and we're going to follow this, this calling that God's put on our life. And, and, and Joel would be the first to tell you, right? It's, it's not about him. It's not about his family. It's about Jesus, right? And as a, as a pastor, one of my goals, one of my dreams is that we would be a church that says yes to Jesus. We feel that push. We feel that, that conviction. We feel the Holy Spirit and we say, okay, Jesus, yes, I'll, I'll do what you want me to do. And, and, and being obedient to God's calling in our life as, as followers of Jesus, being obedient no matter what, that we would be a church that is engaged with the Great Commission. Not just that we read it and we talk about it on Sundays, but that we would be about action, okay? It's not about City Hope. It's not about hope through Him. It's not about you know, helping Haitian angels. It's about being obedient to what God calls us to. And it's not just a City Hope thing. Listen to me. It's a God thing that calls us to action. It's not just something that I made up because I want you to go do something. It's something that God's Word tells us. So real quick, real quick, turn in your Bibles to James chapter 1. I want to show you what God thinks about your action. I want to show you what God thinks about your engagement with missions. So James chapter 1. Now, the book of James was, was written to believers, to these Jewish believers that were scattered all throughout this, this territory. Okay? These believers, they had a lot of knowledge of God's word. They knew so much God's word. And, and James was the half-brother of Jesus, right? So who's the favorite there, right? It's like, like sorry, James, Jesus is the guy. The, the entire focus of the book of James is about being active and being practical in your faith, okay? So real quick, I want to read just a few verses with you guys today. James chapter 1, and I want to show you that, that being engaged isn't a city hope thing. It's not a hope through him thing. It's, it's a God thing. So real quick, let's stand to our feet, uh, change our position a little bit, all right? <clears throat> Wake some of y'all up this morning. Um, but I want to read just a, f- a few quick verses. Let's start in verse 22 there in James chapter 1. God's word says this. But be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. Because if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like someone looking at his own face in a mirror. For he looks at himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of person he was. Verse 25, but the one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom and perseveres in it is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer who works. This person will be blessed in what he does. Father, I pray for these next few moments. Bless the reading of your word. Speak to our heart. Convict us. Give us, give us a challenge. Encourage us to change. In Jesus' name, amen. So, so here's what James is saying. You may be seated. Here's what James is saying, all right? Now stay with me. I only got a few minutes. True hearing of God's word must lead to action. This is what James is telling us. True hearing of the word of God must lead us to action. God's word is our mirror, is what he's saying. God's word is our mirror, and we read it, and we see our need for God's grace and his, his love and his mercy, and we read it, and we notice that he calls his followers to action. And he says, I want you to be engaged. I want you to be doers. I want you to be obedient to this calling. 
Now, now here's where we got to be careful. In the American church today, we got to write this down, take a picture of it. We must make sure that our knowledge of God's word doesn't exceed our obedience to God's word. All right? Don't forget that because we're really good at knowing what to do. We're really good at having information. We're really good at, 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 at understanding and seeing and, and having this word, uh, this knowledge of God's word. But does it exceed your obedience? I just love this analogy that, that James uses as this mirror. We look into a mirror, right? Now, for some of you, I, I want to break something to you. Looking in the mirror doesn't make you any prettier, Okay. Right? Guys, listen to me. You get to the mirror, you turn sideways, right? It doesn't make you lose weight. Right, ladies? Looking in the mirror, you you can put your makeup on, but looking in the mirror isn't going to make you any prettier. All right? There has to be action. The Bible, now now here's what he's saying. The Bible isn't going to change you just by looking at it. Just by reading, yes, that's important. Yes, that's something big time, but it's not going to change you. It's application of the Bible, the power of the Holy Spirit, all that together is what changes us. Here's a good quote that I heard this week. Reflection in God's Word and application of God's Word leads to transformation in your heart. Reflection and application. Yes, we have to look in the mirror, but then something has to happen. There has to be a step. I have to be engaged if I want something to change. So I want to challenge you today with this question, and here's where I I, I said I'm going to get in your face a little bit. Are you just a hearer of God's Word? Like, like that's a tough question, right? And all of us want to be like, no, I'm a doer too. But when you lay your head down on the pillow tonight, you know the answer. You know the reality. Am I just a hearer of God's word or am I a doer of God's word? Am I being obedient to what God is calling me to do, to be? You see, Jesus says this is a really big deal. This is a really big deal for your entire life's foundations. Listen to me, students, there's there's several of you in this room. Don't just be a hearer of God's word. This is setting you up for the the, uh, rest of your life, the setting the foundation. I want you to listen to what Jesus says. Jesus is talking to his disciples. Listen to what he says about being a hearer and a doer. Therefore, Matthew chapter 7, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them, Will like, will like a wise man who built his house on the rock. You guys have heard this story. The rain fell, the rivers rose, the winds blew and pounded the house, yet it didn't collapse because its foundation was on the rock. How do I get my foundation to be on the rock? Everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them. Here's what Jesus is saying. Don't stop at hearing. Don't stop at listening. Do what Jesus calls you to do. Now, I want to make this very, very clear, and don't miss this. We aren't doers, and we aren't engaged in in, in action to earn God's love. That's not why we do it. Nothing you do, nothing you engage with, no trip you go on is going to earn God's love. We are doers and engaged in action because of God's love. We're not earning favor. It's not how many good things can I do? Does my, does my good outweigh my bad? The answer is no. The answer is always going to be no. 
Your faith and His grace are the pathway to heaven, not your good works. So don't, don't, don't miss that. Your faith and His grace are your pathway to heaven. We aren't doers, we aren't engaged, we aren't doing action to earn God's love. We're doing it because of God's love. We're doing it because of God's love. So will you be real today? Will you be honest today? Are you engaged with God's commission to you? See, see, for, for most of us, many, many days, many, many years... We're good hearers. We're good lookers. I, mean, I spend time with Jesus every day. I pray every day. That's an amazing first step. That's an amazing first step. But Jesus says, don't stop there. That's where so many churches, so many Christians, so many people who, who are followers of Christ, that's where we stop. Jesus says, be a hearer, but also be a doer. So, so my question to you today, are you a hearer and a doer? It's, it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. Now, if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, now listen to me, working for him, being engaged, you know, having action for him probably doesn't make a lot of sense, right? You got to take care of that relationship first. I, I, I fall in love with Jesus and I do what he asks me to do. That's the process. I fall in love with Jesus. Have you fallen in love with Jesus? Do you have a personal walk with him? If I do have a relationship with Jesus, are you engaged? Are you, are you a doer? Are you someone who, who is about action when it comes? Listen, we all have different gifts. Not everybody has to go to, on a mission trip to Honduras. Right? Not everybody has to go to Haiti. Not everybody. Ha you have a part that God wants you to play in the Great Commission. Am I a hearer or am I a doer? I'm going to ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes, and I'm going to get the band to come back up today. I'm not angry. I'm not. I'm not. Here's what I am. When, when, when I sat down and, and began to write this sermon and begin to think about this, here, here, here's my heart. How many Christians are missing out on being fulfilled in their life because they're just hearers? How many people at City Hope Church are missing out on the true fulfillment, blessing of God because we stop at hearing? I want for you to be fulfilled in your, in your relationship with Christ. I want for you to, to discover your purpose and the reason why God puts you here, and, and, and a piece of that is because it, it, God wants you to not just be a hearer, but be a doer. If you're here today and you say, no, honestly, I just feel unfulfilled in my life. I just feel lethargic. I don't, I don't hear from God. I'm just kind of going through the motions. Let me encourage you this week. Be a doer. Be a doer. Get that focus off of you. Put it on the people around you. Engage with the world. Engage. If you don't have a relationship with Christ, that's step one. We have people here. I'll be up here in the front. We got some of our staff in the back. 
grab one of us by the hand on your way out today and say, hey, I, I need to start with that relationship with Christ. I don't have that. I'm not sure of that. Maybe you're here today and, and, and I pray that God's, God's Holy Spirit is, is convicting you and you're saying, you know what, I got to be obedient. I got to be obedient. Whatever that is, would you take that step today? You need to talk with someone, pray with someone, whatever that is. We're here for you. Father, I pray for these next few moments you would help us to respond to your word. Help us to build that solid foundation that you told the, the disciples about. That we would be men and women and families that are built on, on a foundation of, of loving you and loving people. Lord, just give us courage to be bold for you every single day that we would live in action. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. We're going to sing however you need to respond to the Lord. You need somebody to talk with you, pray with you, whatever step you need to take. Let's, let's be obedient today. Thanks again for tuning in with us today. We would love to connect with you. And the best way to do that is through social media or go straight to our website. God bless you and have a wonderful day.